Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon. And transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite. You are listening to Omega Man Radio Network. With Shannon Davis. Let's do a sound check. Good morning, sir. God bless you. Hey, my friend. Good morning to you. How are you doing today? And it's a glorious day. All right. Yes, it is. Uh, amen. You sound good, everybody. We actually, we've Go had a cold front come in. It's nine. It's going to be 90 instead of 105. So we're giving praise to Whoa. the Lord. Man, now that's hot. Good grief. It, it's been in... in um, for a few weeks, it was, uh, you know, 100 or plus 100 every day with the heat index at 115 or so. So Good grief. What about humidity but, uh, over there? What's that like? Yeah, well, that's because the humidity was so high, it drew the heat heat index up so high. It was in the 90 range, so 90-something. It was hot. Man, that's hot uh, and humid. I tell you, that's when... Now, uh, I'm from Houston. Go ahead. Go ahead, sir. I, I, so I'm from Houston, Texas, and uh, so humidity is not a strange thing, but... It seems to have amped up to a whole nother realm. <laughs> I'm here to tell you. That's when you say, thank God for some AC. And uh, Yes, sir. Whew, good grief. Well, I'm not going to complain then because uh, it's always here in the 80s. 
With about 80% humidity. 80s are but wonderful, you know. So. Compared to 105, it, they sure are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, rem- I remember going to Nepal with a bunch of people. The first, the first trip I ever went, we went with a bunch. I went with a bunch of people from uh, Lubbock, and it's dry there, you know. And we got there, and it was uh, 80 degrees, 85 degrees, and you know, like I said, I'm from Houston, and Houston gets up in the high 90s with 98% humidity like that. And uh, so, to me, it was no big deal. But what they weren't used to is the sweat. Oh yeah, but, right. Because if you live in, you know, you lived in Vegas, so you live in a dry climate, you still sweat; it just evaporates. <laughs> right. But so, I was working on some projects outside in the last couple of weeks, and I'd come in and literally. Uh, even wearing, I was wearing coveralls, and 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 when I come in, my whole everything was soaked as if it'd been dipped in water. Man, I know so, that feeling, and uh, yeah. For that reason, I usually carry an extra change of clothing in my backpack. Because I mean, I'll be just going up twenty minutes up the road, have a backpack on, get there, my shirt is soaked, and uh, mm-hmm. after a while, you begin to smell yourself, and so. I like to have another spare T-shirt. Now, when we were doing some outreaches, uh, yeah. I had to have five T-shirts and uh, breaks to change because you just soak one after the next, and oh my goodness, yeah, it would, you yeah, know, that unbelievable. Feeling, you know? So, thank God for some extra clothing. And, and, uh, <laughs> and you got to drink water and electrolytes and all that. And I mean, yeah. one day I I drank, and I mean, I'm drinking. 32 ounce deals and taking breaks and drinking and drinking and you know and then with the electrolytes in it too and yeah i've gotten to where i take a little celtic salt or something first thing in the morning and then drink before i drink anything else some water and that opens up your cells to be hydrated oh. and um um so are any good sea you know sea salt and um uh, so i um but one day i was working i had three more small boards to do and it, I've been working all day, and I looked at it, and I said, nope, I'm done. I'm just done. And I walked away from that and went to, um, went to a place to purchase some hinges. And by the time I got there, I'd lost my voice. I couldn't hardly talk. Whoa. And it's it's because it was enough. Well, the Lord stopped me from doing those three boards. You know what I'm saying? Sure thing. <laughs> I didn't need to do another thing but get out of the heat. So. Staying hydrated is very important, and that's a great tip you just gave. Uh, taking some yeah. sea salt in the morning, you know, uh, people die of heat strokes all the time, and they could have prevented it if they had uh, had like a, a salt tablet. You know, like you see these NFL players during uh, yeah. summer training, they just drop over and die, and you're like, what happened? Uh, they needed salt, and they didn't get it; had a heart attack. Um, so we need it. We need salt for sure. That's a great tip you gave. Good salt, you know, not that I die. I mean, not not the table salt. Right. Good salt. There's That's a right. lady you ought to watch her sometime if you get an opportunity. Her name is Barbara O'Neill, and she'll come on the YouTube show. I mean, not, she's got YouTube, or people have taken her, but uh, she's on Facebook on the shorts, you know, and things, little yeah. reels that go by. And but this woman's like a, uh, I think she's a seven day Adventist. Uh, you know, she tell you straight up. You know, you need to forgive, the, you know, and get right with God, or, or don't even worry about. It. You know, the healing ain't coming without that. But right. 
she's very wise in the things of the body and one of the deals is taking that Celtic salt and getting and just getting it just a pinch put it in the water or put it under your tongue and then drink it and drink some water behind it but it opens up it does something to open up your cells for receiving hydration the rest of the day I believe it I believe it and and, uh, and, and then castor oil Shannon really you take castor oil and put it like if you had a stomach problem you take castor oil and you can drink it but she you know she says she doesn't recommend that but I have and uh, but you got to be prepared for the blowout if you know what I mean but um, but just taking castor oil and put it like if you had a liver giving you trouble you take castor oil and put it in a with a patch like a cloth and let it soak into your skin and and then you can take it and uh, people have bone spurs she said if you've had three years of bone spurs it might take three months to dissolve it but if you've had three months it might take three three weeks but you keep treating it with that castor oil it'll literally dissolve bone spurs really and so one day Callie wasn't feeling that good and I rubbed that castor oil on her feet for three days she said I keep smelling like I'm an onion <laughs> and it was drawing the poison out of her system whoa Wow, it's it is a, but that lady's got all sorts of stuff. I just recommend you watch her. Anybody hearing us? Because um, you know she belongs to the Lord. She loves the Lord. Might be a little different strain than some, but you know, but she she obviously loves Him, and she's got some wisdom, and uh, on things like that. So. Barbara O'Neill. Okay, that's good information. Barbara O'Neill. You know the yes, old timers used to uh, live by castor oil, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Well, folks, so, uh, hey, every bit of this we can put, you know, wisdom we can use uh, from those that have come before us. They know what works. Amen. Uh, We need helping hand every chance we can get. That's good news. Well, she she ties it biblically and believes there's some scriptures that are referring to the castor bean, which is what the oil comes from, from the leaves. But nonetheless, you know, we're spirit, soul, and body. Yes, sir. And uh, anything we can do beyond pharmacia, we want to, right? Right. <laughs> and I am a I am a proponent of electrolytes for certain. Um, I use them and um, try to get my kids on them too. Um, folks, welcome aboard. We're excited to be here with King Ran Ritchie, August twenty eighth, two thousand twenty three. Um, I would have had King on sooner, but I dropped the ball. And we're glad to have you here today, Kent King. It's uh, good to be back on with you. Do you want to open us in prayer? Yes, sir. Father, we just thank you and love you and thank you that you're a good God and that, Lord, if we'll just acknowledge you in all of our ways, your word says you will order our footsteps. And so, Lord, help us. You know, I, I just want to admit freely, I can't even begin to acknowledge you in all my ways if you don't help me. Because we need you, Lord. We need your grace. We need your mercy. And all glory and honor and praise is yours. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you for being uh, choosing us, Father, choosing to adopt us, choosing to send your son, Jesus, God, in the flesh to walk this earth live a spotless life, pay the price, shed his blood, rise again and send his spirit where we can live a life sacrificed unto you by your grace. 
and let us be as people that are offering our bodies as living sacrifice to you. It's due service, Lord, that we're rendering unto you. Not that we can pay you back, but we can honor you and love you and let our lives thank you. Let our mouths thank you. Let our words thank you. Let our actions thank you. Shema, hero Israel, the Lord our God is one. And, and Lord, that we are to hear and we are to obey and we need you to help us. So come, Lord Jesus, I bind Satan and the authority you've given me, Lord. I bind the enemy. I bind uh, whatever needs to be bound, Lord. And I ask you to clear the heavenlies out. Every atmosphere that you want this broadcast to reach, I thank you that as it is being played, the heavenlies above are cleared out from the enemy and the atmosphere of any hindrance of the enemy is cleared in the name of Jesus, Yeshua, the Holy One of Israel. We say, come Lord Jesus, let your anointing destroy yokes and let you get all the glory in Jesus name. Amen. I say amen to that. King, to make sure you get all the time you want. All right. Today, thank you, Father. We're going to talk about something called self-pity. And I'm going to say right up, there's a, heard it said it's a super glue to hell. <laughs> if you get in this, it has, I believe, numerous roots, numerous fruits, but it will absolutely destroy your walk. It will absolutely, completely take you out of being able to be in fellowship with God and used by God. I'm going to say that there, there may be many places this stems from, and it's so many stem from a root of rejection. But self-pity is something that, and I'm just going to say it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put into it too. A lot of people self-pity are depressed. And, and you, if we're not thankful for thing for for god i mean i just listen it's been hot i am thankful that it went from 105 to 90 i make light of that because 90 is still hot but there's a relativity but even in the 105 god kept us alive so i'd be thankful there if you don't develop a heart if we don't if i don't if you don't develop a thankful heart one that just refuses to let the enemy put a woe is me on us. Well, I wish they'd have done that. I wish that. Man, it's a mess. So let's get out of the mess. And if, if as I'm speaking of these things, you know you've been here. Maybe you're there now. Get out of it. We serve the most high God. And he's worthy of all praise. So definition of self-pity is being a victim of events, thinking yourself deserving of condolences. It acts like anesthesia. It can be a mood-altering substance. Some It can be highly addictive. You know, people with self-pity can develop a martyr complex. Whoa. I mean, and they don't even want to get over the problem because they're too busy relishing in that it draws people's attention to them. Self-pity. 
I, I would even, I'm sitting here thinking even right now, a powder is having self-pity. What a powder does, a person is, I'm talking to, you know, little children we teach not to pout. But what a pouting does is I'm not happy with you, so I'm going to broadcast to you and everybody else that I'm not happy. And what is that? It's an attention getter. So self-pity likes to take on a victim's role, and it does not deal with the problems. It likes to self-sustain. It is self-soothing. It likes to manipulate and punish others, just what I spoke. It makes others feel guilty for not bending towards it. It's a step away from anger. It controls others. It places blame. It has a reason why it can't overcome. I've seen people we're ministering to to try to pull them out. They said, but this, but that. Everything that you say to try to help. And I'm not condemning anybody. Hear me. I'm not. But if this is you, you got to come out of it. If this is you, it's not healthy. If this is you, it's not holy. If this is somebody doing it to you, you're now learning what to pray against. But but this this self pity, or, or again, you tell somebody, well, they say this, this is a problem. You say, well, this is a solution, but this is the problem. But what about this? And everything they tell you, when you tell them the solution, there's a but about why it can't be the solution. And I can tell you, that's like a dog chasing its tail. Either what Jehovah the Most High says is true, or you're calling him a liar. If I won't take what he says and apply it, even when my feelings are hurt, even when I'm feeling like and the enemies make me think something's hopeless, nothing's hopeless when God is your God. But you sometimes got to take, listen, listen, sometimes this walk of freedom is like taking a machete and beginning to carve a hole through a jungle that is completely overgrown. And sometimes you might feel like your machete is a pocket knife, but until you first cut the first, until you cut the first stalk, you're not doing anything. So sometimes self pity blames itself. It retreats. It isolates. It will play on another person's love. It welcomes sickness, so the focus will be on self. It doesn't want true help. It doesn't want to hear any other voice in its own. It needs to be convinced. It will not trust. And it always wants to be seen as small. Sometimes an enabling mother, listen, will thrive on self-pity. And I'm saying moms, I mean, we got to be real. There's some enabling dads. But the, the, the mother's heart is towards her children. A mother's heart is towards helping her children. A mother's heart can be towards rescuing her children. But once they're grown, there needs to quit being rescued. But hear me. So the enemy will exploit what is a good thing to turn it into a not good thing. So an enabling mother often thrives on the self-peace. So the same mom is going to tell you what she had. If she's helping these kids over and over, they continue to fail and continue to sin and continue to walk out things in a godly manner. But at the same time, she's doing that as woe is me. I had to help these kids. Woe is me. I had to do this. So the enemy is an exploiter. 
when a spirit has self in front of it, like self-righteousness, self-rejection, self-bitterness, self-pity, idolatry is always there. One time at Lake Hamilton Bible Camp, which if I can put a plug in um, for that, um, praise the Lord for the glory of God and what he's going to do there. We have an upcoming camp coming this Thursday at 7 o'clock, that, and, and it will last through Sunday in the, at about noon. But um, the camp is um, – Shannon, you still with me? Yes, sure. Go ahead and give that plug. Okay. Yes, sure. Okay. So the camp – so the upcoming camp is called the Labor Day Camp. But uh, it's deliverance camp. But but one day I'm at Lake Hamilton and I'm sitting there and I'm about to teach. I'm about to teach on idolatry. And I went in my mind, it just clicked. Every sin we do is idolatry. <laughs> we might as well confess it first. Because if, if I have a sin of hang- anger, I'm choosing to not put anger under subjection to the Lord. So I am, it, the Lord said, be angry and sin not. So instead of sin not, I'm deciding I'm going to sin because I was angry. So that's self-idolatry. If I decide I'm going to fornicate, I'm not going to, but if a person decide they're going to fornicate, well, what they decided was that their flesh is more important than God. And, and they might have even talked themselves in and made a golden calf. I think, well, God will forgive me anyway. And that's, I mean, he may forgive you anyway, but we're not to mock God. So every time we choose our emotions and our behaviors and our opinions over God, we've committed idolatry. That every one of those self-spirits is an idolatry presence. So here's some characteristics. It can be stubborn. 1 Samuel 15, 23 said, For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as inequity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected thee from being king. Self-pity, one of the highest forms of pride. First, and I'm going to tell you, look at pride. God says you're the apple of his eye. God says he'll provide all your needs according to his riches and his glory god says that 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 he will be with us when the enemy comes in like a flood he'll raise up a standard against him so pick any of those things god says and self-pity is the opposite of that because go woe is me i have no help from god first peter five five and six likewise you Younger, submit yourself unto the elder. Yea, all of you subject one to another and be clothed with humility for God resisteth the proud and gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Self-pity is not founded in unworthiness. I believe there's some there, but it's not a tr- it's not the true, but in unapplauded pride. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to say, so, 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 so a person with self-pity could be operating in unworthiness, but look at it, unapplauded pride. So pity, Proverbs eighteen twelve. before destruction, the heart of man is haughty and before honor is humility. So here's some ways to be miserable. If you want to be miserable, write this down. I'm going to say it again. If you want to be miserable, write this down. If you want to get out of it, write it down so you don't do it. So focus on me, mine, myself. 
Think about yourself all the time. Talk about yourself all the time. Talk only about yourself. Use I as often as possible. Mirror yourself continually in the opinion of others. Listen greedily to what others say about you. And be, be fully fearful of the fear of man. What do they think? I, I told a young one the other day, and, and it was about ministry, and, and it was about, um, but I, and she was talking about, concerned about what people would think. And I said, now let me tell you something. As representatives of the Most High God, we want people to see God in us. So I want to be concerned about my behavior. I don't want to be a sinful man. I don't want to stumble continually before men because I want to reflect the Lord well. But if if getting right with God, if I'm concerned about somebody else, and when I like say in a ministry with the body of Christ, and I was being ministered to by the Spirit of God, and I needed to confess, if I needed to weep, and I was concerned about what somebody else thought, then I am caught in the trap of pride. I, I mean, pride will kill. I've seen lives come unraveled of very productive people because they had stuff hidden that never came out to other human beings. So be suspicious of others. Here's one. Always expect to be appreciated by others. Be jealous of others. Let me tell you something. You're going to serve people. I'm going to tell you, even especially in this deliverance ministry, oh, Michael W. Smith talking about some people. And he was talking about people that are getting a lot of attention, and he wasn't condemning them. But, but I'm just going to tell you, he made this statement. He said, if you're doing this, and, I, and this should be a microcosm of your whole walk, not just this deliverance or doing deliverance and ministering the gospel. But our whole walk should be, if I am expecting everybody I serve to love me, I'm setting myself up for failure. Especially then take it forward to this deliverance. Some of the very people you help, he said, will spit on you later. <laughs> That's, I, I've seen lives. Listen, that seasons of time, God put us within a sphere of people and we brought the truth of the Lord. They were baptized in the Holy Spirit. They went through deliverance. God totally transformed their lives. And then later on, they had meetings to turn other people away from us. Okay. I'm, I'm not hurt by it. The, the, it. Initially, it wasn't. You have to deal with things. But there's, there's no lingering wound. But I'm just telling you, people... You serve because you love God. You give because you love God. And that's what the Lord says. When you do it, do it unto the Lord. So you, you, in our relationships, even in a marriage, if all your service is because you're expecting equal service, there will come a time when your spouse doesn't equally serve you possibly. Are you going to be derailed? Or are you going to do battle for your spouse? Or are you going to be derailed and go to woe is me? Last one, be jealous of others. I spoke that, but I'm speaking it again. Let's see. How about this? Never forgive others. So this, these are things that if you want to be miserable, you do. Trust nobody but yourself. 
insist on respect from others. Demand agreement with your views. Sulk if people are not grateful for you. Never forget a service rendered. In other words, boy, you give something to somebody, you're holding it over their head that I did this for you. Always be on the lookout for a good time for yourself. Can I tell you something? I enjoy life. I really do. Day in, day out, the Lord has blessed me to enjoy my life. Even when there's trials. But I can be in the middle of doing my life with things I'm supposed to do. And if somebody comes along that needs help, and I know it's from the Lord, I will leave what I would listen. Because I I don't mind being inconvenienced for the sake of helping someone made in the image of God. For For the sake of taking a moment. Uh, when you go to the Walmart, is it all about you? Or if you run into somebody, will you pray for them? Will you pray for them? Do people know? Listen, man, woman of God, do people know you as a person of prayer? Because if they don't, I'm not condemning you, but something's missing. Are you one that when people have grown to know you, know that if they see you, that you would go to the Lord for them to do battle? Because that should be known. But also, are you willing to take a moment? To take a moment when a moment is needed. Do you shirk your duties whenever you can? Are you a procrastinator? Is, is everybody else uh, pitching in to get something done and you're sitting back watching? Do as little for others as possible. Love yourself supremely. Now, let me tell you something. Even in the course of getting healed by God, if, if there's something wrong, things come along, but the, but the Lord promises to heal and and we don't know every we don't see all of the left all of the right all lays ahead but listen there can be disconnects between you and god me and god there could be a disconnect and that can be some kind of sin some kind of accusation some kind of thing and and or a place where the love of god is not flowing into us love the lord your god with all your heart mind and strength first commandment by, with all your soul, are we doing that? Is there a place of disobedience? And Jesus said, if you love me, you obey my commandments. So first, is there that? Then there can be the disconnect. The love of God would come into you, but because you're accusing yourself or wallowing in self-pity of all your failures and forget, not forgiving yourself, the enemy has you you're not able to love yourself so god's love is not fully flowing and then we're to love our neighbors so i am to love me and to care i'm to love god i'm to love my neighbor but if i won't love me i really can't love my neighbor or i'll be loving them in a in a way that is compromised So the true flow is to be right with God, his love flow into you, to accept that he paid for you, to value yourself. Now, I'm going to give somebody an exercise here. And and Callie and I went down to a friend's ministry. It was wonderful. And and, um, 
a, a wonderful job. And, and this particular one, she has different levels of ministry, but this one was really uh, uh, kind of based on Henry Wright's model called For Your Life Now, but then some things added. It was wonderful. And and they uh, they did a wonderful job in helping people, but it was basic things, basic deliverance, a basic truth. All deliverance and healing comes with a foundation of truth, repentance, and confession of sin. But but we went down there. One of the things that she she brought out and brought to the table was sometimes people need to forgive themselves specifically. So like when we take people through ministry, say, I forgive my father. Well, what specifically do you forgive your father for? I forgive him for not being there. I forgive him for being an alcoholic. I forgive him for divorcing my mom. I forgive him for just go down the line. Some people need to go to themselves and say, I forgive you and say your name. So if it was me, I'd say, I forgive you, Randy. I forgive you, King. I forgive you for being divorced. I forgive you for being allowing rejection to work in your life. I forgive you. See, now I've done all those things. You understand? But I, but there is a level to take forgiveness to self, to specific things you forget. You need to forgive yourself for and say it, say your name and forgive yourself and be released of the bondage of self-hatred. Forgive yourself. So loving yourself supremely means you're just in love with yourself in a puffed up way. And that it's always all about you. And that, and a lot of people that love themselves supremely, that means in their action that they really don't, but they've puffed themselves up and in loving themselves for free, it's all about me. I, I knew a person one that listen, I'm telling you, uh, and, and a lot of times the enemy will try to get on the praise and worship teams this way or any any other team. If you're not just as happy to see some other minister, whether it be in song or whether it be in deliverance, or if you're not just as happy to celebrate that being done for an individual when you're not doing it, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Or perhaps, listen, if you've sewed into somebody, you've told them truth, told them truth, told them truth, told them truth, and they acted like they didn't hear nothing, and then they went off and somebody else told them the same thing, and they come back and they say, what about Hey, listen, look at what this is. I need to share this with you. And you've been telling them the same thing for six months. If you have to say, that's what I've been telling you, <laughs> don't say that. Why don't you just say, well, glory to God, that's awesome. Because you sowed, somebody else watered, somebody else brought in the harvest. Another way to be miserable, always be selfish. And I think this is the last one on this list, but maybe it's the number one. Never be thankful. Because listen, a thankful heart, if you are really thankful to God for what he's done for you, then a lot of these other things just fall into place. Somebody doesn't do something bad or, or doesn't return good with good, but even returns evil for good. If I'm going to sulk over that, or am I going to say, well, God bless them anyway. Lord, I love you. Thank you that you'd never fail to be a blessing. Right? 
So here are legs that self-pity stands on. Self-conflict means you got a conflict with yourself. You're double-minded. You're contending with yourself. It's as though you're having a conflict with someone else. That's what I said, that exercise in forgiveness. You may have internal self-conflict. Some people need to be healed, and they're not going to get healed until they solve this. And the only way to solve it is to agree with God that your person is valuable and to agree with God that if he forgave you, you're going to forgive you. And some of you need to speak that out loud and break the power of conflict with self. Self Self-accusation, it needs approval. Double-minded, accuse you of not being good enough, smart enough, pretty enough, thin enough. Go down the list. Self-bitterness, bitterness against self. Are you holding a grudge against yourself? Leads to guilt and shame. Migraines. Migraines are rooted in guilt undealt with. And guilt undealt with often leads to that self, excuse me, self-conflict. So a lot of people that if they would just forgive themselves specifically, Let it all go. Let yourself go. Use your mouth to forgive yourself. Then you tell that self-conflict and that self-guilt and that unabated guilt to get out in Jesus' name and tell the migraine to go with it. And all of a sudden, you're not going to have migraines anymore. Self-hatred. When you hate or do not like yourself, you've decided that your wrongs are inexcusable. You're not good enough. You direct hatred inwardly. Listen. I've met very few people that go around going, I hate me, I hate me, I hate me. But I've met lots of people that are carrying self-hatred in the subconscious mind. If you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see, that's a direct flag. Okay. If you look in the mirror and you like it and you're puffing yourself up about how good you look, that's a problem too. Okay. But you should be able to look in the mirror The first mirror is the word of God. That's how we judge ourselves, right? Without condemnation. But you should be able to look in the mirror and and you should be able to look in the mirror and say, hey, King, I love you. Right? Shannon should be able to say, hi, Shannon, I love you. I'm glad God gave you to me. Amen. Amen. Right? We got to accept our persons. You need to look in the mirror and say, and, and then say, Lord, I'm glad you gave this person to me. You gave my person to me to live here on this earth. You're accepting what God has done. And you're giving him glory. And I want to tell you some people, we're here for a short time. We, we are, God is an eternal being who always was and always will be. We are immortal in that we're going to live forever. And if you, and hopefully if you're listening to this, you've chosen the right side. Because <laughs> you're either going to live forever and, and some to great rewards afterwards, some to minimal rewards afterwards, but all to a place with no tears if you're born again. All to a glorious life ahead that we can't even fathom, all, all of us. Or you're going to live a life of eternity where the worm never dies and the fire never quenched, where there's an absence of the presence of God and the fellowship with him, and it's horrible. 
But if you know that you're on the side that you've chosen right and you know the one that's given you that that promise of that assurance is here to get you through this blip of time, because it is going to be a blip. Some of some of you that I'm I'm 62 years old, and I'm not an old man, but I'm older than I was. But I can tell you that life just it's quick. It goes by quickly. It goes by quickly. So make the best of it. That's what the Lord said. Redeem the time. If it's been a mess, get out of it. A good attitude, a check up from the neck up. Get rid of the stinking thinking and start giving God glory and thanks and things begin to change. Now, that doesn't mean you're not going to suffer sometimes. I mean, we suffer with Christ. You know, because, listen, we are blessed going and blessed coming. Our storehouses are blessed. We are blessed people. We have the favor of God, but we also suffer with Christ. We're not better than the master. We're going to have stuff. But we also overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So if you expect a life without any suffering, you may be saved, especially after deliverance. You're thinking, listen, some, we've seen lives change gloriously. But I never seen anybody that didn't have to overcome something down the road. I never seen anybody that didn't have the enemy come back and try to take it from them. Because that's what he does. And there may be some people that, boy, they think, man, God, they have no problems whatsoever. And I can tell you, those people, if they're born again, are probably not making anything, anything doing anything dangerous towards the enemy. Because if you're going to be dangerous to the enemy, you're going to overcome. But, you know, when you are overcoming, you just be honest. You have select people that you get, not woe is me, but hey, come join me in prayer to defeat this enemy of mine. I'll join you in prayer to defeat this enemy of yours. I'll encourage you to crucify your flesh. You encourage me to crucify my flesh. We're going to fight the good fight together. And then we're going to maintain a countenance of one who loves the Lord and one who is blessed even while you're in your battle. Not a woe is me. I'm victorious I'm going to be even in the midst of this battle. I'm going to give him glory. As the song said, praise him in the storm. We can do this thing. He's with us. And he's for us, not against us. Self-rejection. You reject yourself for another person you refuse to recognize. You give affection or the time of day to a person. You won't even, you're, 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 that self-rejection is a self-feeding. When you reject something, you discard it as defective or useless. You think a person is inferior. So think of that. When you're rejecting somebody, you devalue them. So when you reject yourself, you're devaluing yourself. You're saying you're not good enough. So when you're rejected in another person, that could be like you're walking in a Walmart and you see somebody you had a tiff with, and man, you just look, you look the other way. Or you see somebody that you perceive as somebody to be rejected, so you make sure, man, you see them, you ain't going down that aisle. That's rejection. Well, people do the same thing to themselves. Self-resentment. You resent yourself for past mistakes. You're keeping a record of your wrongs. And you, in a way, believe you're not worthy of forgiveness. Now, that's super glue to hell, self-pity. 
it can result in pain, pain of phantom pain, even. So somebody, listen, a lot of times fibromyalgia, listen, it's mostly in women and it's mostly in women that aren't undercover that are really a lot of times Jezebel spirits that are operating through people to cause husbands to be Ahabs who may have already been Ahabs and you may have family Jezebel and Ahab, but let's stop the pattern ahab won't lead his family ahab will run off and pout jezebel will make the decisions jezebel makes sure everybody's unhappy if she is you got this whole pattern that's a jezebel is an extensive teaching but but it's uh, just look up what the world says is narcissism you'll see it it does operate in men too but listen a man is supposed to be the burden carrier for his family. A smart man stays yoked up with the Lord. A wise man yokes up with Jesus, whose burden is easy, his yoke is light, stays yoked quickly getting burdens to the Lord, but the, the he's supposed to carry things his wife never carries. But when a wife usurps that authority, she carries the burdens and she often ends up with fibromyalgia, which are phantom pains. The doctors can't find why, because she's misfiring. Because she's carrying burdens that don't belong to her. And if you don't have a husband, you've got to roll those things over unto Yeshua, Jesus. Because they belong to him ultimately anyway. Many people and, and, and you know, grab a hold of things that don't belong to him to worry about. And, and I, I want to talk about, I, I just feel like I need to say this. If you're worried, if you're anxious, the Bible says be anxious for nothing. But if you're worried, let me just say this. It's very simple. The things you can change, you do. The things you can control, you do. You just fix that. Do this. Do. I mean, you just do it. The things you can't. You're wasting your time. And you're being destroyed by your enemy and possibly even your physical body because the things you can't control, you have to give to God and trust him. And he can fix things or he'll bring you through it or he'll take you around it or he'll fix it completely. But you're going to have to trust him. Don't fall for that. It can hit your immune system. Lots of people with self-pity because they never come out of that. They never start praising God. They never deal with all of the other things that come with it, rejection and the pride and on the root of pride and all, all that mess. And they don't call out to God, so the body begins to attack itself. Autoimmune diseases are always rooted in self-hatred, and most people with self-hatred have self-pity. They all, all seven of them run together. All those seven things that I spoke, self-conflict, self-accusation, self-bitterness, self-hatred, self Self-rejection, self-resentment, self-pity all run together. Notice they all have self there. Self-pity wants martyrdom. I spoke at the very beginning about being a martyr's complex. It is defeated by gratefulness, thanksgiving, and joy. Proverbs 6.6 6 says, go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider her ways and be wise. What does an ant do? They just keep on plugging along with life. They don't give up. You know what happens if you put an obstacle in front of a line of ants that are working? They go around it and they keep working. 
<laughs> Unless it's poison, it'll kill them. First Thessalonians 5.18, and everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Romans 1.21, because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were they thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Now, that's the whole deal that goes off into homosexuality and sexual sin and exchanging the creator the, for the creation. But it started off with not glorying God and not being thankful and were vain in their imaginations. That means you're running away with thoughts that are not godlike thoughts. Can I tell you something that a, a formula for su success is do Bible things in Bible ways. <laughs> do what God said to do the way God said to do it. Philippians 4, 6 through 9. Be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are a good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things, those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Now look, they're talking about cranking something back up again. Something that has a medical answer, supposedly. Are you going to sit and fret on that? But it said in fret. So we know something happened over on an island in the Pacific. And some strange thing happened in that engines melted. I mean, engines melted with something that came down from the sky. Some strange things. And we should be praying against those strange things. But if you're feeding on those strange things and you're feeding on them into fear, you need to quit feeding on them and focus on what is true and honest and what is just and what is pure and what is lovely. Other words, if you're moved into a place of fear, if you're moved into a place where you've lost your shalom, the peace of God, then there's things in your life you need to quit feeding on. Feed on God. Now, I'm going to say this. Everybody should be preparing to whatever extent you can. Prepare. Let me tell you what it takes to sustain life. If you were dropped in a wilderness, the first thing you'd have to get dealt with would be shelter. Most of you have that. The second thing you would have to have would be water. Third thing you have would be food. And the fourth thing you'd need would be fire. Okay? So hear me. There's a place of preparation. Not out of fear. Because if it's fear, we're done. Whatever is not of faith is sin. Now, the only thing I want to fear is the Lord. <laughs> I want to fear him. Amen? You alone must take action to defeat self-pity. 2 Corinthians 10.5, cast down vain imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Self-pity is stubborn. 
Again, rebellions is a sin of witchcraft. Stubbornness is an iniquity and idolatry. You know why it's stubborn? Because a lot of people are in it, self-pity, and they know the word of God, but you keep putting a but behind the problem. I know you actually not a but behind the problem, but a but with the solution. So here's the problem. Here's the word of God. Here's the deal. Here's the action and the instruction of God. But you're saying, but, 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 but nothing gets done with the but in the way. It just doesn't happen. So that's stubbornness. It's refusing to believe that God can change something. There are seasons of t- of change. There are seasons of time, and every trial has a length of time. Every trial. I've been through short ones. I've been through longer ones. But I can tell you that the shortest path is the path of a grateful heart. The longest path is the one that is ungrateful, self-centered, unthankful, magnifies the darkness, magnifies the problem, refuses to thank God, and it just extends the length of the journey. It's usually very irrational. It's very irrational. You know what's irrational? I told man, the most intelligent thing a person can do, a man or a woman can do, is believe God and believe his word, and not the world. Believe God and believe his word. That's intelligent. Anything else contrary is irrational. Self-pity is a very high form, if not the highest form of pride. Though desire a man, having separated himself, seeks and intermeddleth with all wisdom. A fool has no delight in understanding but that his heart may discover itself. Along with the pointing of fingers at others in judgment of what they think, which is, can be real or imagined that someone has done, it has one operating in accusation at you or others, bitterness and unforgiveness or hatred, always judging others inappropriately. Listen, we judge sin, but we fight for the sinner. We judge sin, but it could be us. I have a whole teaching on unholy judgment. In a nutshell, if you judge another as if you couldn't do what they do, <laughs> we can all do anything. If I had somebody else's parents, if I had their ancestors, I had their generational curses, and I was raised like them and had their circumstance, I'd act exactly like them, and I'd even do to me what I hate what they're doing. In other words, I do exactly what they were doing. I can only thank God for the grace of God for the things I don't do wrong. I can only thank God for his grace for the things I do well. So there can be rejection and avoiding others, isolation. Listen, even religious spirits which come out of unholy judgment, you get factions of the body of Christ that circle the wagons. They don't even reach out to people, but they somebody stumbles into their camp, they might take them in, but they don't reach out to people because look at that evil world out there. If they're in unholy judgment, as if those people in that evil world couldn't have been that. Well, all I know here, listen, I know it was me. <laughs> I know. And some some people 
were raised by decent parents, raised in the body of Christ, did not stumble off into a, bar, a bunch of darkness. But yet you're still jacked up. You're still messed up, and you still need a Savior, and you can only thank God for what decent raising you had because so many didn't. There's isolation. There's resenting that others are treated differently. That's rooted in envy and jealousy. Or you can be well, lamenting the wasted years when you weren't treated well or the time when you didn't do. Give up lamentation of the past. You cannot change the past. Don't waste one moment lamenting or regretting what you didn't do. Let it all go. Forgive them. Forgive yourself. Let's move into what God has today and live expecting good things from him tomorrow. can also be found pointing at God. It accuses him. It questions God. It holds God in unforgiveness. Why did I, was I allowed to be mistreated, God? It leads to the hatred of him, can turn some people away from him completely. And when you reject God, his ways, and his word, it leads to false religions. It leads to witchcraft. Listen, nothing gets fixed if you resent God for anything. Nothing. Ever. Search your hearts. So if you've entertained self-pity in any way, let's pray. Father, forgive me for jumping to wrong conclusions about what I should do, how should I act, how I should respond to people. Forgive me for wallowing in self-pity. Forgive me for self-pity, which opens the door for sickness and disease. Forgive me for feeling stressed and anxious. Forgive me for even saying with my mouth, I'm sick and tired. Lord, forgive me for all the ways that I let self be the ruler instead of your spirit. I bind myself, my body, my soul, my spirit to you, Father God, and for your plans and your purposes in my life, O Jehovah. I break the pattern and loose all patterns of wrong thinking and deceptions that I bought into. I lose the effects and influences of wrong agreements. I cast them away wherever I've entered into wrong thinking. I break the power of and I lose myself from generational bondage thinking, religious bondage thinking, cultural bondage thinking from my soul. I lose the works of the enemy from myself. Say I'm feeling better already. I thank you, Lord, for giving me the keys of the kingdom to do this. I now, right now, confess all sin of self-conflict, self-accusation, self-bitterness, self-hatred, self-rejection, self-resentment, self-pity. I just repent for being selfish, Lord. I, I confess the sin of being miserable and making others miserable. And I confess the sin of wanting everybody to know how miserable I am. And I confess the sin of even making myself a martyr and wanting people to feel sorry for me. 
and drawing attention to myself. I break these curses in Jesus' name. I confess my sin and receive my healing. Now take a deep breath. Get out self-pity. Get out self-resentment. Get out self-rejection. Go, 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 go. Self-hatred, go. Self-bitterness, go. Self-accusation, go. Self-conflict, go. Go, 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 go. In Jesus' name, rebellion, go. Stubbornness, go. Irrational, go. Come on, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. Say, I repent for accusing you, Father. I repent for accusing you, God. You're never at fault. And I break the power of the resentment to you, Lord. I command it to go. Resentment to people. Resentment against myself. I break its power. I break the power of bitterness and unforgiveness. Unholy judgments. Go and isolate her. Go, 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 go. Let them go. Let God's people go. I thank you for it, Lord. We give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. All greed has to go. All jealousy has to go. In the name of Jesus. All all expecting to uh, have everybody to appreciate me all the time. Get out. In the name of Jesus. Procrastinator, go. In the name of Jesus. Mistrust of people. All Everybody. Nobody can be trusted. Get out, you liars. In the name of Jesus. Go, 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 go. Any other lying spirits too. Get out. I thank you, Father. I repent for. I'll, listen, you don't have to listen. Just agree. Agree with my words. I confess the sin of covenants with Satan, of all, all religious spirits. Covenants with Lucifer, fallen angel, demons, Catholic spirits, daughters of the harlot spirits, Freemasonry spirits, all of those things go, all error spirits, all idolatry, all divination, all perversion, all passing children to the fire, all shedding of innocent blood, all broken covenants, cheating, lying, and stealing, all of you go in the name of Jesus. Take a deep breath, let it go. Cough if you need to, let it go. Whatever way it's coming out, get it out in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Receive God's goodness. Lord, I ask you to heal them. Ask you to heal them. Heal their broken hearts from their father. Heal their broken hearts from their mother. If you haven't forgiven him, forgive him now. Let him go. God can touch you. Forgive you after we're done. Forgive everyone specifically. Forgive your father. Come on, it's ongoing. Deliverance and healing. Let them go. Come on. Unforgiveness to father. Unforgiveness to mother. Unforgiveness to siblings and friends. Unforgiveness to self. All of you go in the name of Jesus. And thank you, Lord. Broken heart goes. Wounded heart goes. Cleanse, Cleanse them, Lord. Cleanse their brains. Neurons in the brains, neurons in the heart, neurons in the in the bowels. Be cleansed. Come out of them. All wounded emotions healed in the name of Jesus. Bruised and battered human spirit be healed. Be made whole in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it, Lord. We give you glory and honor and praise today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Powerful teaching today with King Ren Ritchie. What if we call this one self-pity, the super glue to hell? That's a good one. You came up with the name, so I like it. 
Let's do it. Well, uh, I, I went to that ministry. They came up with it. So right. uh, with with her permission, I'll talk to her. Uh, okay. I think that, that if she wanted to do it, that she'd be a good uh, okay. uh, addition to the program. But I just don't want to lose things without permission. Oh, you know? okay. So got it. Got it. Okay. So I have permission to use 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 what I what I use here. But um, cool. uh, but no, self pity to hell. I mean, I, okay. The name is fine, Shannon. I'm just, I'm just not claiming I came up with it. Okay, got it. <laughs> no, thanks for clarifying. We could just go with self pity. Yeah. Um, no, no, I do the whole thing. Freedom, That's good. freedom from no, self pity. Got permission. Um, yeah, so you can call it the, the super glue to hell. No, that's perfect. King, I want you to give out yeah. the uh, dates again for the upcoming meeting at Lake Hamilton, and how can people sign up to be part of it? All right, so. Lake Hamilton is uh, in Hot Springs, Arkansas, and anybody can go there, be blessed by going, that I can tell you. Our upcoming meeting is going to be um, uh, starting this Thursday, and it's going to run through uh, Sunday. So the first meeting is um, Thursday at 7 p.m. Central. And then there will be um, Friday and Saturday. And there, what, let me just tell you the format. We start off on Thursday at 7. And somebody will minister. And and then the next morning at 6 o'clock, we have personal prayer. We have a prayer team. And we take people and pray for them personally with teams. And then that will be at 6 o'clock in the morning. And then... Um, there will be a teaching at um, uh, 10 o'clock, a break for lunch, a teaching at 3 o'clock, a break for dinner, and then a teaching at 7 o'clock. And then we'll do the same thing Saturday and repeat, prayer at 6, teaching at 10, 3, and 7, and then Sunday morning at 10, we will have um, the um, uh the next te- the last teaching and so the camp is wonderful they make accommodations listen they're probably booked for everything but uh, I- I'm not saying they are but they probably are for everything but the dorms but they make it affordable for people to come so if you can and I, if you don't know this is a place where fellas like Derek Prince we're in Worley Don Basham all of the ones that we're following in their footsteps were there and 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 it, it is a wonderful place it's dedicated to deliverance i tell people one thing about lake hamilton is there's no uh, because people that come there are coming for deliverance we don't have to teach on the need for deliverance there because everybody that comes is already coming knowing that it's going to happen so we can go straight to plundering the enemy and and it's it is deliverance, but you're taught on crucifying your flesh. You're taught on deliverance. You're taught on spiritual warfare. Yeah, I mean, it is a complete word of God instructional camp. But you're going to get major deliverance if you come. God is a good God, but the foundation of deliverance is there. The the atmosphere, the ground is 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 has been saturated in belief in this area. And if you come, you'll be blessed. 
and God will meet you there. But back to the accommodations. You can, for $25, you can rent a room that has a double bed, two bunks, and a private bathroom. They've got about six of those. Then they've got, I would say, 15 or more rooms that have a double bed, a bunk, and then there is a common bathroom and shower for those. Then upstairs, they've got bunks for as little as $5 a piece. And listen, there's plenty of hotels around Hot Springs if that's not your cup of tea. But they make it more than affordable. And then there are three meals a day offered, breakfast, lunch, dinner at $5 a meal. Listen, if you can get there, get there. Your lives will change. And people that, because let me just tell you, we love to learn this format, what we do. But there's something to be said when you can spend three or four days in a row <laughs> with nothing but a focus on getting, Lord, if it's in me and it's not you, I want it out. There's, it's a powerful place. And then you continue to walk out your deliverance <laughs> wherever you can, right? Wherever yes. you can get, wherever you the Omega Man. It's a wonderful program. This program, I'm telling you right now, I hope you're supporting Shannon because he's doing a work and he has been and he's been faithful to this work and we shouldn't muzzle the ock. And he didn't ask me to say this, but I'm saying it, but I'm, I'm just believing God that that support that's needed comes in. And and that from the north, the south, the east, to the west, and I bind every devil that, that, that would hinder it. And, and I'm I'm going to tell you something about deliverance ministry because it's all about truth and about um, um, attacking the enemy. Um, unlike a lot of other ministries, and we condemn no one, but there's there it doesn't tend to be uh, supported in the in in the manner of those that tickle ears get supported. <laughs> So Lake Hamilton Bible Camp, come and be blessed. And you can look at LHBC online and you can get their phone number and call them about reserving a bed if you want to. And by the way, that ministry, too, has has a, a vast array of resources for books and and CDs and DVDs from the old times to the newest times. And there is a whole lot of free resource on there too that you can listen to. So Absolutely. I just uh, thank, thank the Lord. Excellent recommendation, folks. They have a massive archive of deliverance teachings and I encourage everybody to go check it out. And uh, if you can be part of that meeting, do it. Uh, King, also, how do people reach you? Do you have an email or a website? How can they support your ministry? So our ministry is, is named Christ Outreach Oklahoma. I mean, Christ Outreach Oklahoma. You can reach us at Christ Outreach Oklahoma.com. The shortcut to that is King Richie.com. And that's K I N G R I C H E Y.com. On the website, you can find access to us. Um, my phone number is there. I'll respond. Text me first and I'll, call, you know, and, uh, Text me whether you call or if I answer, I answer. If I don't, leave a message. I'll call you back. If not, text me. And and as, as time permits, I, I do return calls to people. We do have the email, which is Christ Outreach 
okay at gmail.com Christ outreach okay at gmail.com and um, um, we also have do personal deliverances so if people want to schedule appointment the instructions for that are on the website fantastic folks go check that out uh, we've got King already set up for two dates in uh, September looking forward to it my friend and uh, would you like to close us in prayer so Father I just thank you for this opportunity to talk to the treasure that are your precious people and if there be anybody lost that doesn't know you that's not born again that hears this they're a treasure too and you want to bring them in and adopt them and I pray they would hear and be drawn by your spirit to our father so father I just thank you the enemy is bound of any backlash retaliation I break the power of all witchcraft all spoken words of evil I break the power of every unholy spirit all religious spirits every every spirit that would try to be sent by any soulish prayers in the name of Jesus I bind and break the power of front lash I speak a blessing on the people of God I speak a blessing over Shannon davis and his entire family and i thank you father for that household and i thank you for the work that they're doing i thank you father i ask you for to to send help from the north the south the east and the west let your warriors go out and gather what's needed to continue this ministry and for it to flourish and so father we give you glory and honor and praise thank you that you give the hearer the ability to hear what you wanted to say and thank you for your anointing that destroys yokes and we give you glory and honor and praise and thank you for the air that we breathe and the water we drink the roofs over our head thank you for pushing back darkness and lord i just pray that you confound every work of the elite that is not within your timing your timing is your timing. We need mercy. And Lord, you're merciful God. But every work that they're doing, that it, that, that it's just the rebellion of man because you gave man authority here. I just speak confounding to it in Jesus' name. And Father, and, and as we are here and there can be agreement, I pray for the Muslims. I pray for the Jews. Wherever they may be, I pray for the Hindus and the Buddhists. I pray Right for this country that I live in, the United States, I pray for Indonesia and Bali where Shannon is. I pray and lift them up to you, Lord. I pray right now and lift up the Catholic people. And, Lord, that you would pour out your spirit, lead them in truth. The Jehovah Witness, the Mormons. I pray for all the witches and the warlocks and the sorcerers. I pray that you pour your spirit out. All across this world, I pray for the good old boys, all those that think girls, everybody thinks they're saved and they're not. Just pour out your spirit and get a harvest, Lord, and bring it all forward for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God richly bless you, my friend. We'll see you next bless time. Bless you, my brother. Great word. Right. Thank you. Thanks sir. for having me on. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Folks, that was King Ren Ritchie, and I'll be getting this up here in about the next two hours. Um, you're going to find that these audios are going up faster than ever. And if you have not been tuning in in a while, I encourage you to go check out my main website. Uh, I recently updated it, like yesterday or so, with some great links. Uh, I've also activated a couple uh, channels where you can also get the program. Uh, but our main archives now are over on Podbean 
and that's where season 13 we're in season 13 now that's all being uploaded so these programs today will go there over on our Podbean and there's an app you can also download and if you want to listen from the uh, phone um, that wasn't available with SoundCloud or Blog Talk but it is with Podbean so we've got a, a real bona fide app there which is pretty cool works good now we have a second podcast which I'm calling the Omega Man Reloaded and that's where we're taking the back catalog of over 10,000 shows and I'm beginning to remaster them starting with episode 1 uploading um, many new episodes each week now I can accelerate that process if you want more but um, I'm going back through there uh, boosting audio levels and um, removing any copyrighted music we had some of that in the early days so that they're all clean and reposting these with titles where I can get a title for you and that's going on the Reloaded channel which is also on Podbean now from there there's about 10 to 12 other networks that all pick up the shows you know the big ones we're on Spotify now Amazon, you know, Google Apple whatever, you know, the, the big ones out there they're all there you can choose where you want to listen to a program and uh, for select shows I'm uh, going to begin to upload some of those to a YouTube channel. Now, YouTube is like operating in North Korea. You can be arrested and um, at any time, and you can also be uh, eliminated at any time. Same way with YouTube. You never know what they're going to do. So I know for a fact I can't put programs up there that uh, deal with COVID or elections. They'll take you down. At least they do me. So uh, I'm not going to even risk that. But certain programs we can put up there, and I will. And the reason being is uh, in hopes of maybe um, reaching some new people that are not aware of us. But for all of you um, regular listeners, your best place to go is to our main archives. Right there, we're going to get the podcast on Podbean. And um, I'm also uh, going to relaunch uh, SoundCloud which can also get us some more people again. And I already have links to those posted now on my website. Got a Facebook link too. I'm doing a little bit over there. So go over to OmegaManRadio.com. If you can't find it, what you're looking for, email me, and I'll help you. So our new schedule, as of about two months ago, um, we moved to daytimes. And, you know, for 13 years, we've been doing evening programs. Well, I wanted to try something new, try to refresh the show, reinvigorate it and me. So uh, we moved over to the daytimes in America, and I'm liking it pretty good, actually. So Monday through Friday from 10 to 1 Eastern, which is 7 to 10 Pacific, uh, we do our main programs. Now, we have the ability to do additional programs as the need arises. And if I have to, I will even do some special uh, shows in the evening where I can't um, get the guest on during the day because their schedule does not allow for it. So where we have that, uh, you know, I'm willing to do a program anytime, anywhere. That's not an issue. We'll make it happen. But our, our main schedule, live program, Monday through Friday, 10 to 1 Eastern. Uh, just calculate based on where you're at from that time zone. And... Um, I'm making a list here today because it's September coming up a few days. 
and I'm going to try to pack it up for you. I'm going through writing people's names down and um, connecting with each one to get them on the schedule. So um, look for a real fat schedule in September. What else did I need to mention? Oh, yeah, Blog Talk. Blog Talk is, it worked great. It's back, and I'll be putting shows up there too. So blogtalkradio.com backslash Radio. There's a link to that from my website. And we have a new download number. So if you want to listen to a show and you don't want you don't have Wi-Fi and you don't have um, any minutes available or, or you don't want to burn through them all, as long as you can get to this phone number, you can listen to a show from anywhere. 515-602-9734. Now that's somewhere in Iowa, but you know, if you any long distance package should cover that and uh, in regards to where you're at. Now look, Skype also um, has some great long distance plans. Just letting you know, um, unlimited USA, Canada long distance, two ninety nine a month. But again, this is good for those that don't have any of that. No data, no Wi-Fi, but they have a phone that they call long distance number 515-602-9734. You'll be able to call and listen by your phone anywhere that you can dial that number. Um, I'm glad to have Blog Talk Radio back, and that means we're going to get the prophetic hotline going again. That'd be cool. And be able to do some demon hotlines as well. I want to thank you that uh, helped me purchase that. We prepaid for the year, so we don't have any bill. And uh, we've got the next 12 months paid for on Blog Talk also Podbean and SoundCloud. So that's good. Don't have that monthly bill hanging over my head. Well, if you want to, um, again, get any of these programs, they're free. Help yourself. If you want to support the program, we are funded by you out there tuning in. So if we're here tonight, that's because people uh, have helped us or we wouldn't be able to do it. And if you help, I know God is going to give you good fruit. So help where you can. Pray for us. We appreciate it all. You can go to my website and give you some ways that you can give if you'd like to. You don't have to, but we have Zelly. We have Cash App now, PayPal, GoFundMe, and Mel. That's all I have to say. No no hard sales pitch there. Um, praise the Lord. Let's pray. Father, Jehovah, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for this opportunity to do the program again today, to speak your word, have these great teachings on today. Uh, bless everyone who has come out to tune in. Again, we plead the blood of Jesus Christ over us all. Father God, have your way in all of our lives. Guide and direct our steps. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you, friends, for tuning in. Love you. My email, omegamanradio at protonmail.com if you want to contact me. Again, website, omegamanradio.com. That is it. God bless.